on. Well, well, wait, 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 somebody. Um, yes, this is the official fan takeover rough draft podcast, mega cast, summer preview, world's a little bit of world's preview, spectacular. I am I am the official host, Prince of Jedi, friend of Chase, leader, de facto leader of the Rough Draft Discord, and <laughs> among me today are five experts in their fields of knowledge and and everything to do with pro pro League of Legends esports. Starting with Shadow, Shadow nine nine zero zero eight. Here's gone. And Mr. Fribble, hey. all across the pond. <laughs> I'm completely cutting you off there, because I need no intro. Everyone Ooh. should know who I am. <laughs> um, a Kegel. Names are mounted and loaded. <laughs> Titan 89. 84, but almost. <laughs> and yes, hey, I'm, I'm from the only one. I, I am the only one without a webcam. I apologize, but I don't own one. I'm the substitute here today. Hey, I got the Alabama math going right now. And Death Star. Hello. I'm probably a nobody around here, but hey, I'll, Whatever. <laughs> I'm ready to talk to you, Legends. We're all experts in our area, okay? No nobody's yes. here. Yes, obviously, I have to be the main expert. All right, so we're going to talk about the EU LCS. They were fourth place as MSI. The, everyone's returning because there are no relegations between spring and summer. But there is a shadow, a shadow over all the EU LCS. So many teams are not going to make it next year. So many teams are not even going to... Yeah, a franchise is happening, and like in NA, some teams not... They're not going to feel so well. And let's start with one of them right now. Unicorns of Love. Ooh. Ooh, what what happened? Well, after everyone left, I mean everyone, and they had to start, but they kept exile for a reason that we will find out never. They, they, they were bad. Very, 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 very bad. But, but, but you know, things happen, years happen, you can... You can gel together. Maybe they get better this year. We have two Unicorns of Love fans on this podcast right now. So, ULL fans, before y'all throw anything at me for talking bad about y'all horses, how would Unicorns of Love improve from spring to summer? What do you see improvement in? What what gave you hope? I'm going to let Titan go first. Okay, thank you. Um... What I see that they've actually already improved is that the second half of Spring Split, they actually beat the lower tier teams. They were not just losing left and right or really bad mistakes, they were actually winning games. Against the top teams, they don't have a, they don't, they, they didn't stand a chance. But I think that with the improvements that they have made in communication, they will be in a bit of a contention. For playoffs. Yeah, I agree with that. The communication is the key. I think the top things that they need to do is make sure they're keeping White Knight comfortable. They aren't putting coal on champions that 
don't work with team comps and don't work with his play style. But then also the main thing, if XL stops feeding, that is going to be how URL make playoffs. And if he uh, gains his uh, 2017 springfall, then this team has a chance to go far. It's that's it. That's all. All the chances they have. The the bot lane's great, especially now that Totoro is talking English to a decent level, at least for for pro gaming. Uh, it's it's a team. I don't see the improvements coming this split, but uh, I think from next year, if they're making it in, uh, which is most likely going to happen, that's how. Like, that's where you're really aiming for. I don't think they care too much about this year as long as next year they're doing uh, great things. Okay, um, Shadow, what's your, what's your opinion on UOL? Uh, I, I've, I've always probably rated UOL as my favorite EU team. And I think the big player that they kept was Sanix. He's, you know, really good AD carry. I think White Knight's decent. Not a top top laner, but uh, not bad. Uh, I think as long as they keep Exile, they're going <laughs> to struggle with being a very good team. I think Totoro will be good, and I think Cold is a, not a bad jungler. I think that the longer they keep this team, probably the more it improves to its cap, which I don't think they're at yet. But I think as long as they keep Exile, it keeps that cap a bit lower than what it could be. I have a feeling that if Unicorn of Love, if Unicorn of Love, and I, I look at all these bottom tier teams because there's two teams we're going to talk about later that I don't believe should I make the playoffs in spring, but other teams kind of underperformed in H2K and Rocket, which I'm going to give my reasons later. But I feel like it's Unicorn of Love, Shocker, and Misfits are going to fight for those two spaces that are going to be available. Right then. Okay, so Death Star, what what's your opinion on Unicorns of Love? What's yeah. well, Unicorns of Love? For me, I think you guys hit it up the nail on the head. Samix is a really good AD carry, but because of the problems that they were having with communication and everyone kind of gelling, it made it hard for him to perform. White Knight has shown promise. If he's not given resources, he could like still like hold his own in lane. Exile, I still don't know why he's on an LCS roster, but like like Shadow said, it's a like having Exile on this roster kind of keeps them from reaching the potential that it could have had, and I don't and I don't think like Exile should really be. On this roster, Toto's also improving as well. He's speaking better, like his English is getting better. Um, and I think the more he learns, the more he'll be able to synergize. And who knows, maybe he can take on a shockline role or something with, or duo with Cold, as far as shockline responsibilities go. But uh, yeah, but for me, I still don't see uh, UL making the playoffs. Uh, I'll explain why uh, later, but that's basically my spiel on Unicorns of Love. 
Okay, let's play a game. Can y'all guess White Knight's KDA? The end of spring. It was around 2. It was really low. Yeah, 2.16. Goal, goal, goal pull minute. Uh, also, I think I deserve my two cents on unicorns. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on unicorns of love at all. I don't think this roster will do better or fairly better this The thing is, Exile is the worst laner by far in the whole league. He has the most deaths by game by a huge margin. Also, White Knight is the worst laner in top lane, and he has a very low kill participation. He's just not around when his team is pulling stuff. It's around 55% from the top of my mind. It's very low. Samox and Totoruta are decent. Uh, they're a good core. Like to rebuild in the future, and Cold is fairly decent. But if you have uh, three decent players, one good with Samux, and two mediocre, two bad players, uh, that's not the team I want. Uh, they're definitely out of the playoffs for me. Okay, let's play the game. What the um, exile? Why exile? All right, how many champions do you think exile played and have a zero a zero percent win rate on? Take a random guess. Uh, I, just off the top of my head, I think six. Yeah, I was going to say something like six or seven. Yeah, I want All to right. say six as well. Six. Yeah, yeah he had played LeBlanc, Vladimir, Corky, Cassidy, Galleon, Cassiopeia, and have not won a single game. But how, His best how many of those champions did he play more than once? Only once. All of them are one-offs. His best champion was... Rise at two and one with a sixty-six point seven win rate. He's I think not it's good. a little hard to consider that when, if you look at someone like Power Evil suddenly, that makes him all his matchups look bad. Look bad. It, having a losing team makes it so your win rates are gonna be bad. Yeah, right. I think win yeah. rate is the right stat to track in this case. All right, yeah, yeah. that's right. Win rate isn't the uh, the right. Stats tracker are going to be stuff like gold per minute, damage per minute, um, CS per minute, um, gold share is uh, as well. Uh, see if I can get those stats up. I have them right now. This freaking ad has got away, but I want to go here. Alright. But I see this. I see this team maybe making the playoffs if everything falls into place. They didn't make any changes, so we can't really talk about. It. We don't have to talk about. It. It's going to be how can exile not end? That's question one. That's my that's my bit sneaky big question. Can exile not end to everyone? Yeah, I see them just fighting for sixth place. Get into playoffs. How they do in playoffs? Right, you want to move on to the next team? I'm just think. Let's just go around and say where we all think they're gonna finish. That might be a good, uh, good thing to get people really mad at us for no reason at all. Mm -hmm. No, they won't be mad at us for no reason at all. We'll be fine. Uh, um, I haven't. I haven't missing it. That's very specific. Any number in particular? 
I have them straight missing it. I had them falling just short seventh, but I, I don't have it like set in stone. I think they'll be competitive for sixth place playoffs, depending on how the team works out. But I don't think they're just out of it. Yeah. Um, I have UOL finishing ninth in the regular season. I think it's going to be quite similar to spring. There haven't been many changes for all the teams, uh, apart from one team in particular. But the uh, I think it's going to be quite competitive till the end, and I think uh, it's not going to be till week eight till we actually exclude a team from playoffs. But yeah, I think you're all going to be uh, coming in at ninth place. Yeah, I have placed you all at fifth, and that is. Uh an extremely positive uh, outlook on things, but I think it is possible that we can find And I am a fan at heart, so I will place them. As for hey. me, sorry. As for me, I have, I think they can stay competitive for that, like, sixth place playoff spot, but I don't see, like, this like, this doesn't seem like their season for them. I have them sitting at 8th place. I have them at 9 to 10th. Honestly, uh, I already said I'm not sold on this team at all. I'm looking at the other teams, and I think all all of them have a little higher carry potential than this team. All right. We're, we're closing, that, closing that chapter on you, Cause of Love. Next, yep. next team? Yes. All right, Giants was one of the new teams, old newest. They got they got relegated. They came back, and they added. They had this great top player named Ruin. But everything else was us um, on fire. Can you say that? That was a good good description. Their lanes kind of was on fire. <laughs> this is our first roster change of this podcast when they added in um support. So nukes a lot. I have no idea who this person is, so I'm going. Tr- I'm going to trust my EU experts to tell me if he's good or bad or in between or average or whatever. My opinion of Giants is the same. It's the Ruin Show. He's going to one v nine. Hopefully, the meta with the new items and the new changes will allow him to play more. Carry top laners more like Jax or Fiora or Renekton or Riven or Yasuo. I know Shadow don't like Yasuo for I don't know why. Yasuo's fun. So tell me about So Nukes a lot. Uh, I might be the only person here who knows anything about So Nukes a lot. He's been in the challenger scene for a very long time. Uh, he's been, yeah, second, third tier for the last few years. He's and he's never been. I don't think he's ever been LCS ready. He's always been in the spot where, if you lost your support for some reason, like they broke their hand, they died, or something like that, something that drastic, you'd you'd bringing it, bring him in for a week because you can't see anyone else um, close enough that you could pick up. Um, yeah, I always think, yeah, probably third, third, fourth support in in the challenger series is. Uh, he's the kind of player where, uh, if you're going into regionals or you're going into the, yeah, into EU Masters and you need a support, you can 
pick them up, but I have I have never seen anything worth uh, worth much from sending a lot. So why did Giants make this change? Was was the last support that bad? It is like okay, let's try this journeyman challenger level support. Was it, was it still a back decision? He asked for it? Uh, yeah, I don't think we know what goes on behind the scenes, but it was obvious Targamas wasn't working for them towards the end of the split. They thought they had to make a change, and they thought it had to be support. Uh, I think that's... Uh, they had a few other options, which could have been a lot better. But obviously, they saw Senyuk Slot as the best fit for Steelback. I mean, when we're talking, when we're talking about Giants here, um, can anybody try to guess Steelback's KDA? It was bad. He was the worst at league. I will just say that. A little yeah. Just, just, just guess the number. KDA. I'll say something like 1.2. I'll say 2. 3.7. Which is a, it is the worst number of all eighty carries in the league. Yeah. And if you are an eighty carry that performs that badly, and he says the support is not helping me, then they have to change the support because Steelback is not that bad of an eighty carry. He can do a lot better. Yeah, he can. <laughs> we saw it when he was back on UOL, and we haven't seen it since. Unfortunately. Maybe maybe something in the water that unicorn feeds them to make them good. Maybe I excited need to drink more of the water. Okay. Yeah, when I was uh, looking at it, the numbers, that was the thing that surprised me the most. Uh, still back because everything else fell around what I expected. Like uh, ruin was fairly good, decent. Uh, Joko was just average. But then I saw still that I was like, yeah, this, this is not working out. So that's my main concern. If they can work out that bot lane synergy, I think they can do well, like border playoffs. But if not, they are nine plays too. There's this magical place called NA. They give you lots of money to be okay. All right. I think my thoughts on Giants basically stays the same. I, I don't think, you know, I don't think anyone's going to say that they upgraded in support. Whether or not uh, Steelback will work better with Sunus a lot, I would hope so. And if he can, then I think Giants can definitely have a good chance to fight as a decent roster. But I think either way with the change... I, I don't think they need a ton of change, to be honest. I think their mid laner... Well, if he, I think their AD carry should be good. Their new support might enable the AD carry. Top laner's good. Jungler's good. So this is another team. This is another team. I like. The state has needed a season to like jail, pretty much. I think there's a good chance that one of the teams fighting to knock it wrong. Okay, um, Deathstar, what's your what's your what's your opinion on Giants Gaming? I think uh, Giants Gaming, like I don't really see like that what Sir Nukesalak can bring to this team. I I never really followed Challenger all that much, but as far as I'm concerned, like it like yeah, maybe Targumus wasn't the the answer. Maybe him and Steelback didn't work out. But 
do you really think Sir Nuxalak can survive against someone like a Norse Garen? Would you take Sir Nuxalak against someone like Kasing? Like, I don't see what he brings that'll elevate this roster. I think they can fight for that playoff spot, but it's going to be really close. Like, they'll probably just either miss out or just sneak in. For me, I don't see them doing much. I have my 10th. So do you have them surviving the franchising? Ooh, Giants? It's po- it's possible given that they are they do have the Vodafone spot Vodafone I think that's how you pronounce it I don't know someone educate me um, they do have that sponsorship going for them and and other like endemic sponsors um, but we'll have to wait and see um, not like in, we'll have to wait and see if they actually do make it Titan. Yeah, I don't think this team is going to make it. Uh, making roster changes mid-season is always a gamble. Because you do need some synergy going through the splits. And uh, I don't see Zanuxala bringing anything that Targumas wasn't providing already. So I have Giants at 9. Alright, you about to say something? Before? Yeah, um... So yeah, they've made the support roster move. They've made uh, a change to the coach as well. They've brought in Coops as their coach, who I see as someone who is pretty good at developing talent, but I don't think he's good at actually coaching them at a high level. I think he's, if you've got, uh, I'd say kind of uh, uh, Yamato Cannon kind of coach, where you get him to grow your team and uh, get them used to uh, the stage, which I think has been a massive help for, would be a massive help for Ruin and Joko. Uh, hopefully Betsy and Steel back as well um, will uh, benefit from him. So Nuke's like someone who would definitely need that. But yeah, I have Giants coming in 10th just because they've made uh, such a drastic change that I don't think they're going to adapt quick enough to uh, properly compete for a playoffs. So I think they'll mathematically be in the running for it, but I don't think that they'll feasibly be able to make it. Okay. Well, my opinion on Giants is that, like I said, the Ruin show I think next year will be interesting because if Ruin like becomes one of like the top three top players in EU, you can like we can build around him. So you can like have a whole new roster plus ruin, and you have franchising money. So you might bring in another uh, top laner to pair up with ruin. I would be looking if you're gonna talk about SLCK a little bit. I mean, be looking at like um, KT rosters if they want to keep that roster together. For, you might like like maybe poach one of them if they want if they want to stay or want to come to Europe. So that did they win my teams that are like maybe interesting like next five years it might be better. Next year we might be talking about them be like, like the new vitality. Like they came out of nowhere and shocked the world. Alright, the next team, the second new team, it's Shocker, Shocker No Fear. They are also the second team that made a change, replacing Pride Stalker with Amazing. Amazing. 
I have nothing else to say. Y'all can y'all can talk about this. I'm I'm just gonna sit here and just wonder why. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll go first with this. I think I'm the closest here to a fan of Shark and Fear. Uh, but that's mainly just because my favorite player is Vizajaji, and he brings a very interesting style to the top lane. He's amazing at laning, he's amazing at getting the kills, but he also dies a lot, and that's what this whole team did. They were a bit over-aggressive at times, and a bit under-aggressive at other times. They would always have these great games where they'd go in, they'd get the kills, and they'd kind of forget about objectives sometimes. And I think that's why they've had to make the change from from Pride to Alf, uh, uh, to Amazing. Uh, because he, I think he brings in the veteran leadership that they really needed. Because you've got Upset there, who was a rookie last split. You've got Vander, who hadn't been in the LCS for a year. You've got Nuke Duck, who's always kind of tried to be the star player. He's always... Everyone... Uh, says he's better than he's shown on, on stage, which has happened to a lot of people, but uh, I think he really can show a lot more if he just has the right people calling for it. We have Jarchu, I think, last split. He was coming into a new team. He wasn't doing uh, getting into the leadership role like he had on UOL. So I, I think this is really uh, going to be Amazing's team. It's He's going to to leave this team and I think that'll give us some improvement from them. Like I don't have them getting playoffs this year. Um, I think this is definitely a thing that they're gonna be working on. I have uh, I have Chelka coming seventh, um, just missing out because I think improvement from other teams are gonna just keep them out. Shields okay. Everyone else opinion on this amazing roster change. Oh my god. No, please stop with the puns. <laughs> um, the puns are coming. No. No, no, no. Me too. Um, I guess I'll go next. Um, so, I think I was, I was a little bit disappointed. I was, at the beginning of the season, I was all on the hype chain of show. Um, um, they went... They had like star top laner Vizichachi, who was really really good on UOL. Um, they have Nuke Duck, who was always a bit really good good mid laner. He just never really had like the pieces around him to actually like succeed uh, on the LCS on the LCS stage, even if he has like made a couple playoffs. But he never really got to reach his true potential. He got upset, this star rookie AD carry at the time. Everyone was looking at him. Everyone was looking at him to be the next AD carry to probably challenge that throne. And that, and with the leadership of Bander, I think he could have gone further. But the problem was is that they were over-aggressive. They were greedy. They were making unnecessary plays. And I think having Amazing on this roster, I don't think it's a major upgrade. But I don't think it's a complete downgrade. He can bring that veteran leadership into that role, into the jungle position. Um, it's all a matter of, like, can 
Can Shulk contain their aggression and play a more controlled style? That's what I want to see. Is I want to see this roster mature a little bit. However, there's a chance. There's I think compared to the other teams, I think Shulk has a chance to sneak into the playoffs compared to like Giants or UL. In fact, like for me, in fact, it's funny you, you mentioned Shulk and playoffs because I have them in sixth place for the regular season. I think they can do it. I think uh, Upset is going to have learned from Spring Split and he's going to transition all that experience into summer and hopefully carry, help carry this shelf roster to a playoff. All right. Shadow, then Titan, then a Kegel, then I have a sneaky big question about New Duck. I think for me personally, Shulk was like the most disappointing team in Spring Split. I expected them to be one of like the top four teams even, with having such a strong top laner, having you know a, a decent bot lane, a good mid laner, well you know sometimes, and then a decent jungler. But uh, I think you know, needless to say, they they didn't do that, and I'm a little, a little apprehensive of like being confident in them again. I think this team, something's about it. It's just weird that they don't manage to line up their skill. But even in saying that, I think that this change probably doesn't hurt them any. And <clears throat> their team itself is probably going to improve enough that I put them personally just scraping in at sixth. Will I get burned for putting them at sixth? Not probably, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't see this team making it into playoffs this year either. I'm... This, this Ichachi just does, doesn't work in this team. He, has, he didn't work in spring. I don't see the communication improving with uh, completely changing out the jungler mid-season, mid because Amazing will be taking, taking the shot calling because he has the experience and that can be good, that can be bad, but I don't see this team meshing early enough in the season to be able to completely get to that sixth place. Uh, I have uh, Shelton Ophir at eighth place. All right, so my impression on Shalk, um, Shelton Ophir, I was very confused to where to place them because they have very good players. But they were meshing and I think the amazing change will help because they will get the experience and shot calling, but I don't think this will help them a lot because we're moving into a more carry oriented jungler, a very aggressive jungle style. And I'm not sure that someone that hasn't played for a season will be able to quickly adapt to that. So I think they will start slow and then uh, reasonably strong. I have them on the player phrase, but at the end I put them to the coaching staff and the coaching staff didn't do it for me so far. So I have them at seven to six, fighting their way. All right. All right, here's my sneaky big question about Nuke Duck. Is he like the starting mid laner of the year of team? Like, 
every year was supposed to be the year of Luke Duck, and somehow it failed at launch. So is he the starting mid lane of the year of team from a popular NA meme? Shadow knows about it. <laughs> it's a, it's a great meme. Like, yeah, of course, everyone's going year of Luke Duck, but that's because he shows so much just before the split. He shows uh, he shows his potential every, every split. He just can't ever fully realize it sometimes because the shot calling on the team isn't good enough because play, uh, some of the people he's playing with uh, are underperforming and that puts too much weight on him. And I think if you put too much weight on Nuke Duck, he breaks down. I think he's uh, a brilliant player to have as, have as a second option, but I don't think having him as your main carry is ever going to work properly. He's, he's, he'll flourish in a number two role, but never as a number one. Alright. Anyone want to wanna add, add to that? No, uh, I think that's a pretty good explanation of it. Okay. That was, amazing, that was an amazing analysis, guys. Amazing. I'm done now. No. <laughs> that pun was misfitted. And so we're going to talk about the seventh place team and my most disappointing team, Misfits. They got to the five of SKT to seventh place of EU LCS. So obviously, EU LCS over Korea confirmed after this performance. Because, you know, if the, if the team that took a world finalist to five games can't make it into the playoffs, that means the teams are just too good. Okay, so we all know the team. You know, it's Afari, Maxlor, Demux, Hasama, and Mickey. Mix, Mix, Mixy, yeah. Words are hard, by the way. This, this is the Alabama education. <laughs> yeah, this is the Alabama education coming in. Roll Tide. Um, so, I'm giving it to y'all because my favorite Mixed Fist is like, they should make playoffs. But until I see them in playoffs, they're not a team that I'm going to care about much because they have nothing f- interesting about them, in my opinion. I can be totally wrong. I really am wrong, but, you know, it happens. So what's your opinions? Let's start from... Okay, let's start. Who's the closest Misfits fan? That's a tough one. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's hard. That's hard to, uh, hard to say. Well, let's go with Death Star. You haven't started first. You go Death Star, then... Shadow, and Mr. Fribble... Then tightened in the cable. Okay, so Misfits, I'm not really like surprised that a lot of people are disappointed in their performance. Um, they have really, they had a really good early game for the majority of this season, especially if you look back at their first half, they were dominating. But as split out went on, you started to notice the flaws in their mid to late game shot calling, and that's where you saw all these different mistakes and place where and lane assignments on the map. You also saw Sam Cooks kinda like not performing to the level he did when he was on Splice. You had like the only bright spot I saw on that team was Hansama. Hansama was probably like probably like 
the glimmer of hope that Mr. Team had to win a game, because when, because we've seen him step up, haven't we? I mean, Max Clore looks yeah. really bad. Max looked really bad. Uh, I did not understand like why he made the decisions he made sometimes, and like Alfari was pretty solid, but I think like the biggest liability on that team was obviously Semcux as well as like how they played the mid to late game. They they struggled to close out games, and it at the end of the day, it really hurt them. And that's why you see Misfits where they are now. They end seven, but I think. We've seen what their coach Moose, Moose. I guess it's, I just I'll, I'll just call him Moose. Um, can do. Um, we've seen him um, bring like these players together and actually make a run for the ELCS title. Um, and I think this is going to be their year. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to bet on Misfits, and I'm going to say that they. And the regular season in fifth place. Alright, alright. I think my thoughts on Misfits going into spring was a little probably less hype. Well, I don't know if it's probably less. I, I wasn't excited for them. Having lost Power Eagle and um Power Eagle and Ignore. Yeah. Yeah, having lost those two being who were both really big parts of the team, I thought they'd probably drop a bit to competing for around sixth place to get into playoffs. How, how they do in playoffs, I think that Misfits is a weird team that's really good in playoffs because they plan well. I thought, I didn't think they'd be that great, and I wasn't amazed that they missed playoffs in terms of how I expected them from the start. How they played throughout the season, I thought they could have been a really good team, and they just, like, did silly things that kept them from being the top team or one of the top teams. But I think they have all the pieces right now still. <clears throat> Having uh, Hansama, who's competing to be a top AD carry in EU, you know, behind Reckless, I believe, but he's definitely up there. And then having decent players around, I, I think that they, if they can pr bring things together, they can be one of the top teams. Okay, sneaky big question. Do, th do you think they're going to try, if they make it, I'm pretty sure they... I think this is one of the safer teams. It's sponsored by Miami Heat. You think they're gonna to try to get Power Evil back or get a more dominant mid laner than Summux? Because they they will look the best when they have like a hard I'm gonna I'm gonna smash your face in mid laner in power in power of evil. Mm -hmm. You think that's the big roster change next split? Next year? A I don't know who will be available, maybe. If they don't make top three, they're going to make that change middle lane. They have a really amazing core. They've got uh, the really good one, two, three punch of, of Hansama, Alfari, and Maxwell. That, that core of the team, as long as they are performing well, uh, we've always seen Hansama perform well. It's just as long as Maxwell can step up, they are a top three team. Uh, uh, even with uh, Senkuk's underperforming a little bit, the, uh, they have Mickey, who is arguably the best support in EU, uh, and their, their team is really good. It's just, can they figure out their 
mid and late game, which I think is down more to uh, the combo of Max or Mickey uh, than anything else. It's uh, uh, and also, yeah, can they play around Senkus? Of course, he's not a primary or secondary carry. He's very, very low econ, but he will perform well in team fights as long as you're giving him the right calls. Uh, and if they can work well with a mid laner that isn't always going to get priority from mid lane, he's he's gonna he's more likely to gracefully lose than than smash the lane. Uh, I'd say that if mid lane is even for them, they should do well. Uh, it's just as long as they keep Senkux on a uh, in a good matchup and they keep Alfari on a good matchup. Uh, especially with the mesh changes, because Magma is a lot, uh, seems a lot more comfortable trying uh, trying to carry from jungle. Uh, I think he's going to be the best option for number two next split. Uh, he's, I think they're going to do well. I have them getting fourth in the regular season, and I definitely have them getting through to semi-finals. Uh, it's just a case of how well can they perform with their more standard style than uh, than last year. Okay. Aiden? Yeah, I completely agree with Shadow that uh, Power of Evil and Ignor's departure was the major problem for them this process. Uh, they, they had fantastic early game, one of the best in the league, but closing out games that never worked and since it was so clear for so long that they had this problem and never managed to fix it I'm afraid that they might not have been able to fix it yet but if they do they are going to be one of those teams that can reach up for the fourth third place they can they can challenge the best teams in Europe but if they keep showing up that we we have to win pre thirty minutes or we have lost one hundred percent, they might struggle, and that also depends on the meta where that will settle. But Sankux needs to step up so hard because he did not look good for most of the split, and. I have placed Misfits in the end at sixth place. I think they will reach that playoff spot. They will clinch it. But that is mainly not due to them being good. It is down to the other teams being bad. Alright. So, Kago, what's your opinion on this ban of Misfits? Alright, so remember when I said that Exile was the worst laner in the league? I guess I was wrong because it's actually Sankux. And that is worrying. That is a sign. That's a bad sign. Uh-oh. Yeah, so I'm very torn on this team because I want to like them. Sam is really good. Alfaro is really good. Uh, Max Lord should be good. Minky X is, is very solid as a support. But they're just getting figured out. They're just not pulling it together. So, well, their coaching staff has not been impressive to me this year in particular. Uh, I have them around 
fifth, five to six, I think they will still make playoffs, but I don't have very high hopes for them. After that, also, unless they get figured out. They have the highest potential if they figure it themselves out, in my opinion. Well, also, also remember that a lot of the, went, like, the head analysis went to Clutch Gaming, which we'll talk about in a later podcast, a little bit of that. Okay. Also, how would you guys feel about uh, Nuke Duck Misfits? Hmm. I think it works. I don't see a problem with that. It works, but it's I not going to happen. Hey, um, I think yeah, probably. a different opinion <laughs> on some players, and I personally already like their Midlander. Stay, um, what song is Rocket play, uh, um, if, if Misfits playing outside of Optic Gaming House to get Power of Evil back? Oh, is it Baby don't. Come Back? They, they, they aren't. Um, bringing Power of Evil back is a bad idea. He's a great player, but he just has the ability to solo you lose you that game when in the regular season. He, I think, costs two or three space, uh, places in the regular season, and he, he generally steps up quite well best of fives, like, uh, like we always like Misfits in best of fives because they prepare really well, but it's also because their team always steps up in best of fives. Always. Uh, yeah, I think they need a more consistent uh, mid laner, and as long as, yeah, Senkuk improves and they play around and better, that Senkuk can be that guy who holds down the mid lane really well and um, is just consistent and lets the rest of the team flourish. Okay. Alright, no problem. Okay, so I've seen a lot of things. As you, I saw my, my hometown, Philadelphia Eagles, with a backup QB win the Super Bowl against one of the best ever. I, um, so I'm confused, very confused. How the hell Rocket made the playoff? How? How does this happen? Because the Rocket are going to make worse this place. Uh, the Chase is team. Chase can have nice things. Okay. So we, we, we went through this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the thing you forgot uh, is Rocket's coach. Freddy wanted to. He is an amazing coach. He took that team. Uh, he took Moscarin was uh, an amazing support last split. PQ performed finally. Uh, then you also have Memento, who I have really liked since the start. Uh, he is. He can be a great leader. He's. He can be a great player. I do think he's. Uh, He's kind of, I don't think he's hit ceiling, but I think he's just uh, an average jungler in, in EU at the moment. Uh, I think he can improve a bit more. But I think the solo lanes are really what pulled them into playoffs, because Prophet, we saw from him on NIP, we saw from him on, on SPT, he, he just split pushes. And... I think a lot of the lower tier teams uh, weren't able to deal with it well enough, that, uh, and some of the top tier teams as well. Like just his split pushing was there all the time. You couldn't take your eyes off him, or he's taking a tower or two. And then on top of that, you've got Blanc, who's uh, who was amazing in the middle lane. I can't remember his his stats off the top of my head, but 
I can pull him up right now. Yeah, his his laning seemed amazing. Uh, he was he was making some really good map movements as well, and I think the duo of Prophet and Blanc kind it put them from the outside looking in to the inside having a party. That that's what I see. Like, and I think because they haven't made any swaps, the main roster or their coaching staff. I could, I could see the team improving, but I think uh, they might have hit their ceiling uh, in last split. Uh, they, uh, I can't remember if they, uh, their end of the split very well, but uh, yeah, they swept. Yeah, they playoffs. kind of held. They kind of held sixth place for pretty much the whole split. Um, yeah, and then they got swept in playoffs. I. Uh, um, yeah, I don't see them in, uh, improving from last split, so I have them falling a couple of spots. I have them coming in eighth place, uh, okay. just because I don't. Even though I really like Freddie as a coach, I really like uh, Memento as jungler. I I do really like the team. It's just I don't think they're going to do quite as well this split. Did he win coach split? Freddie Moore's one two two. No. No. no, no, it was Peter Dunn. Yeah, Peter Dunn won it. Uh, Taking this team, though, he should have won it. He, he beat he beat Chase's curse. He, he he's he's the coach of them. All right, everyone else. Well, I'm Chase Shadow, Titan, Death Star. No, a Kegel, Death Star. What's your opinions on this? How? I'm still wondering I'm... how. I'm honestly not too surprised. I think with EU LCS looking or being expected to be so much like not weaker, but definitely more up in the air last split. I'm not surprised Rawcat was a team that was able to do something with it. They've for a long time been like a team that builds up players and then it's like, oh, I guess we can't keep them. And you and you notice that like a lot. If you look around EOCS, you'll see a lot of past Rawcat players because they can get players and sort of build them easily. With this roster, I think they did that less so than they've done before. But I still expected them to be able to build up the players enough to where they were competitive for playoffs. Do they do well in playoffs? No. Do I think they'll make it to playoffs now? Uh, I think they'll be one of the teams that kind of fall short. I don't think it will be like a big divide this season either. I think it will, like Global said earlier, you won't really know who's out of it or in until like the last couple weeks. But I think Rockhead's going to be one of the teams that just isn't able to get, bring it all together and follows the show. Okay. Um, I'm, I have my worries about this Rockhead roster. That the EULCS is so incredibly tough. From 5th to 10th place, the teams are incredibly close. Yes, some have better at some positions, some are better at other positions, but when it comes down to the team play, you really need to step up your gear this summer, because every single team will be stepping up their shit. And I don't see this Rocket team being able to up their game as much as the other teams can. I'm having a sneaking suspicion that 
they might do some panic roster changes five, six weeks in and then just turn it because things aren't going as well as they hoped. So, so, so you're telling me it's a team that chase? Uh, I actually have Rocket at them. I have them stoned at last. <laughs> That's strong, man. That's strong. That's hard. Okay, Deathstar and Akeko, what's your opinion on? Um, so, Rocket. I mean, I didn't have high hopes for his team. I still don't, despite their playoff birth. Um, problem is, like, they got figured out. They were so used to playing from ahead. They were so used to dominating their lane. Um, like, Prophet was used to being that big, annoying split pusher in the top lane. Um, Flank was, like, crushing people. Um, Scaren and DQ looked like a solid bot lane, but the problem was is that they didn't know how to play from behind. If you notice that whenever Rock gets fell behind, they didn't know what to do. And when you watch that Splice versus Rock Cat game, or series, whatever, um, oh, you know Expedition, that. we go with that. <laughs> Um, you watch that series, like, like, Rocket didn't know what to do whenever they lost their, like, they lost, either lost their lead or didn't have a lead to begin with. So, I think, I think, unless this team knows how to actually, like, play from behind instead of, hey, we must win our lane and snowball, otherwise we're doomed. Um... I don't see them making playoffs if this cycle, if this decline continues. I have them at ninth place. Alright, you? I seem to be a little higher on them than my co-hosts. I actually have them battling for sixth as well. Um, I think they will be right up there with H2K and Mystics. I think those three will be battling for the fifth to sixth spot. Basically, I really want to love this team. Uh, I think uh, Memento and Hiku and North Korean are very solid players. Profit was uh, surprisingly far better than we all expected last season. But I also will concede that uh, they're solid, but I don't think they will be uh, strong enough to make a further impact. So maybe they will qualify for players, but I don't think they will get to them. That's about it. All right. That was, but Rocket going to have a rocky start if they don't get some changes. Why did we say yes to this cast? Can we? Can we? <laughs> because your fans are still in the basement. All right. So, uh, also, uh, wait, I forgot to mention it. Uh, the reason why I have them six and not lower is because I think the, the meta changes will benefit them. So, yeah, that's the upside I give it. Okay, uh, we, we, well, the next team we are gathered here today for the last split of H2K. Oh, they're not making it in. Um, we, we, after what they, uh, the crap they pulled up, they're not making it in. So this is the last time we're going to see H2K Gaming in the LCS because they're gone. So how, what would the, what would a swan song be? 
know. I'll, I'll try and find something. Also, they made the playoffs, which I, I don't know how either, but... Also, they won me the EU-only Rough Drafts Fantasy League last year. Last play. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait, laughs> hey! <laughs> There's a story behind this! So, I was doing well, but I had Cadrill in the mid lane, and I had Max Law in the jungle, and then HTK made their changes, and I picked up Shook and Selfie, and I won the league. Because Shook and Selfie transformed that team from a bottom feeder to a proper playoff-worthy team. With, uh, with Selfie is an amazing player, and Shook has a great leadership quality. Like, they came fifth, fifth last split. Uh, they, I had... They took Vitality to five games. So that's yeah, they took Vitality to five games. Like, HK, they're probably not getting into uh, the EU partnership scheme. Like, just like Rockout definitely are. Like, they're... I, yeah. both, both of those teams are gone, and I think we're going to get uh, another surprise in someone who's, who's, who's going to be gone. Um, uh, G2 next year, no, not G2, definitely not G2. But it would be, but, it would be hilarious to think about it. Austin yeah, talk to all that crap. Next, you know, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, with with HDK, I like the team. Uh, I have uh, I have HDK coming sixth, uh, just because I see the the improvement from from Misfits, uh, c- keeping them in sixth place. I think. Uh, what happens at the end of the split is we have a tiebreaker between HDK and Schalke, but um, I think Selfie is just in that series the best player on the Rift. Because uh, he's really good. Uh, it is... Uh, I was it, Yeah, I do like the team. They're, like, they're separating after this split because, yeah, they're gone. They have their... They have a win condition. They, they have their win condition of you play through mid lane, hopefully top lane doesn't feed too much, uh, and bot lane is surprisingly solid. Uh, it is, uh, uh, Sheriff and Promise Q, they're a really good bot lane, and I think that's what keeps them in playoffs this, uh, this split, is they aren't particularly going to lose lane that badly. It They're going to be a team they want to win mid lane and bot lane they're then from that they want to control the tempo of the game and they're going to I, I think they're going to challenge the top teams but fall uh, short of de- the top four uh, and I think they are just going to manhandle uh, the bottom three teams in the league uh, so yeah, yeah so definitely a playoff roster but whether how far they go is entirely up to how well they can prepare. Alright. Alright. Everyone else shut well, um, a cable, because they've always been, like, near the end, so... Yeah, well, um, I'm a little lower on H2K, and a fair bit lower. I also have them battling for the six spots. Basically, I think the roster is very, very solid. But I don't think the meta benefits them in any way. And pretty much that's about it. I have a lot of respect for Selfie and Shook. But will that be enough? I'm not entirely sure. So yeah, I have them around there. 
badly. They're definitely a contender, though, so don't sleep on, on them. Alright. Shadow? Um, I'm, I'm a lot less high on this HK roster. I don't think they were that great in Spring, personally. I think they only really did that great because Spring, or because ULCS was pretty weak in Spring. And I think a lot of teams made, or not made teams, but improved what they're going to need to improve on. And I don't think this H2K roster is as good as anything that they did in Spring. So I actually put them as low as 10. And like I said, I think the bottom like three or even four is kind of competitive in terms of maybe a game or two at most between taking sixth or tenth, sort of how the last split went. But I, I don't think the team's that great. I think they're probably going to be battling it out in the bottom rings, and I think they're going to fall short. All right, Titan and then Death Star. Yeah. I don't understand the. I, I do understand some of the hype for this team, but this team has hype. People, well, I I do understand that, but they always forget about the. Sh- I mean, Smitty J in the top lane, because that was a train wreck. It went so fast, and yet it worked. Sometimes his KDA is one point eight. The worst in the league. He's after White Knight, but he has the best kill participation at seventy-nine percent. That's just ah. Uh, but I think I completely feel the table that um, that the meta for the summer top lane is going to be so much more important that you can have carry top laners that completely destroy the enemy team of the game. I don't see Smith J being that player for HDK. If they had replaced him with someone else, uh, anyone else really, they could have had a chance, but um, I'm seeing them at 7. HDK, 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 um, yeah. Uh, I like ULCS last season was so close that I'm pretty sure we've been discussing this for like throughout the podcast from time to time. Like it's so close, like you never know who's gonna slip into that sixth spot. And HK is one of those teams where like they could do it, but Smitty J is such a liability to the team. As much as I like. Shook, Selfie, Sheriff has kind of gotten my attention as a potential good AD carry. Um, and Promise Q has proven that he isn't a corpse of a support. Um, but I really feel like as long as Smitty J is up in the top lane, it's going to hinder their success. Um, it's like I said, it's still possible for them to get into playoffs given how close everyone has been last season. And but I think they're just gonna fall short of making the playoffs. I have them at seventh place. 
you know would be the darkest timeline for Riot is H2K wins Europe and goes to Worlds, knowing, knowing that they are not going, they're not going to make it. Riot should just tell all the all the team to just drop one game against H2K, make them have their last draw be something worth remembering. And more to surprise us, H2K, um, they're, they're gone. They, they, they were a letter. I mean, they don't deserve a huge send-off at this point. Uh, <laughs> so I want to give some interesting stats before we continue the discussion. Yeah. Because Cherif and Promise Q are both the highest kill participation in their respective roles, also selfie. So they really know how to work well around that uh, three-man core. Shook surprisingly has the lowest kill participation from junglers. So that's not a good sign going into this meta. Yeah, that's those interesting stats. So we have all of their laners have great kill participation, which means they're working really well as a unit, but I don't think they were working well as a unit until Shook came in. I think he maybe doesn't have the kill participation because he's the shot caller and he's he's maybe stepping back and making sure he knows what's going on before uh, the fight happens and then he's coming in late. Uh, or uh, he's getting something on the other side of the map whilst his team takes a fight which he thinks they can win. Okay, a small, sneaky big question. Is 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 Smithy J the top laner? Do you see other top laners say, you know what? I'm gonna pull Yasuo on him. Look, look, I'm gonna pull Yasuo against Smithy J. I think uh, I think Smithy J is the top laner who he knows he's not as good as uh, as everyone else. So, but he knows that if he pulls out something weird, uh, the the person across from him is gonna be a little bit confused and he can take advantage of that. Uh, I see him there, he's more there for I'd say a secondary shot calling role, a bit of engage, a little bit of extra damage in a team fight, and he's he's the curveball that H2K can throw at you. Okay. One day they went about H2K the wise. I'm gonna save all the other EU teams, but not themselves. The thing about, uh, sorry, Smith J is that he has the highest deaths in the lane by far. So, oh yeah, he, that's very abusable by other teams. Are they gonna be able to abuse it harder than they did in spring, though? That's the problem. Um, I rather feel like some. I rather fear a not a fed one, but a fed Jack with trifles. 10 minutes in, probably when he, you know, they say, um, let's do this and be like pet like post because Jack's things. All right. So, uh, a small bit uh, on the Shook uh, about point about staying back and calling his team. Well, I agree that worked for Spring. Can he play like that in this meta? I don't think so. We're very unaggressive, uh, go in your face, Jumbler style. Alright, so, here it is, one of the most interesting teams of EU, probably, actually I think the most interesting team in NNA, Vitality, with the, they didn't trick, they, they surprised everyone, they have a bunch of young players, they have Juice, they have the Italian Stallion, 
they have Cabochard, and then they have that jungler, Gilius. God Gilius himself, hollow be thou name, thy kingdom thy will be done. On the on the rift, as it is heaven, say is thy day, Amen. I am going to hell. Um <laughs> So There's only this... one savior and it is forgiven. So that's blasphemy. Let's put forgiven on my color. <laughs> Yes, please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Make the point, Paul. Having, having replaced Attila. Okay, so, like Tyler, they were the fourth place team. They started off high, then they fell down. So, question over or under how many bears did Gilius get stolen from him? Uh, is yes the right answer? <laughs> yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll, we'll 0.7 per game? Is that a number? <laughs> yeah. 0.9 per game? I have no idea. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? This podcast is, is kind of small, but I'm pretty sure he will reply to this oh. and cuss all of us out. <laughs> <laughs> We're on that list right now, so don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you call yeah. <laughs> Who do you want to start with Vitality then? Who who, who is going to be the one to piss off Gilius first? I can start <laughs> it off if you want to. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> I, I understand that Gilius is talk, he talks himself up, but his stats doesn't follow. At all, he has the worst kill participation in the ULCS jungles, and that includes Kadro. <laughs> so I have a, so I have a question about Rift Rivals. Echo Fox in there, and that's Dardoch and Gilius. No, if no. Gilius isn't in it. Yeah, oh, he's he not. Make it to Rift Rivals. Yeah, oh, I want to see. Like the thing I wanted to see from Rift Rivals the most when I saw Vitality at the top was uh, I wanted to see not like they interview Gilius and Dardoch and they talk trash about each other. I want I wanted just to see those two in the same interview. Because I think that would be the most interesting interview to watch in all of League of Legends history, because they are the two, uh, from their regions, they are the most outspoken uh, about their play and their teams, and also the ones that are the most likely to talk trash, because they know that, or they at least believe that they and their teams can back up their trash talk. So what if they were a caster duo? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. Okay, that that being, uh, I'd love to watch that that duo cast, um, but I think we should make it that tri cast and add double lift in there. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Why not? Let's, can't have a trash talking cast. If you don't have the king of trash talking, I just wanted Kano Gillis to say something. If Darn don't respect you, he did what he do to Lyra. He pretty much in your face 
okay, we're talking about we're talking about Echo Fox, but here's my thing with Vitality. Can they keep it up? Because now, because now the rookies are known. They, they're not. They're not. They have tape on them now. You have tape on Juice the Juice You know what? He, you know what? You know how you play against them. And at the end of the split, they kind of tapered off. So, guys, do y'all think? Vitality can keep it up. Do you think? Okay, this is the first team I'm gonna ask. Do y'all think Vitality can make it to? No. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. Um, the possibility is there, and that they, is terrifying. Yeah. Gilius yeah. versus Peanut. I want it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just. No, 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 no. Gilius versus MLXG. <laughs> that. That is the game. <laughs> Where both junglers can shine and both junglers can can live in the gutter. They uh, both miss my at the same time. <laughs> Bill goes to no oh, one. So I want to see Gilius versus Tearwolf, and it will be like the most passive jungling ever because everyone will be in the other jungle, so they will never be challenged. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe maybe we should actually analyze this team instead of uh, in, instead of laugh about them. Yeah, because um, they're they're a very good team. They are a very yeah. good team, but they do they have are. one uh, really big flaw that not too many pick up on, and that is the support. Jack trolls sticks with his AD carry far too much, and he is not really part of the team. He is more than 10% less skill participation than any other support in the league. That is way too low. So, if other teams want to abuse them, they have to abuse the fact that Jack Crow will be there. Or abuse, you know. Yeah. I think Vitality have been figured out not because people have tape on them, but because you know exactly what uh, what they're gonna do. They do have a couple of players that are gonna pull something out amazing uh, every once in a while, but you have Gilius, he's gonna play aggressive. You know he's gonna play aggressive, he's incredibly confident and uh, he believes he's the best. So he's gonna play aggressive because he thinks no one can match him. You've got um, then you've got the the weak the weak support in Jack Troll. Um, I think he's going to improve for this split, uh, but I don't think he's he's going to be a, a top tier support. But then you have the other three. The three I would say you're looking at. You've got Cabochard. He he can pull whatever he wants out. He can uh, if you give him counter pick, he's more than likely going to win the lane. It's, he has some really uh, niche picks, and he is best on a carry, uh, which is uh, like most of this team. You've got, yeah, Gilius, who is aggressive, he likes playing the carries. Uh, sometimes he plays uh, tanky junglers, but that's not going to be in the meta, especially not at the start of the split. We've got, uh, we've got Jazuke, who is, he is their number one. He is the guy that they're going to look at and go, You're, it's on you to carry the game every single time. 
he has some great picks that he can pull out, but he's best when he can roam around. He can get Cabochard a lead, he can... Uh, that, he, he does go top a lot. Then we've also got... Uh, then we've also got Attila, uh, who was many true packs last split. He's a... He is a pretty good aid carry. Uh, and he struggled towards the start, and he got better as the split went on. He, in, in playoffs, he performed pretty well as well. Uh, I, I quite like the performance from him, and he, uh, you put him on something that can win lane, uh, because he's always going to have the support with him, and when the other support roams, uh, roams mid, or goes into your jungle, they, uh, he, that bot lane can just take control of the lane. Um, and also, Attila has been great in team fights. Uh, I I like his positioning. I like his damage output. Uh, I'm not looking at any stats for this. This is everything I've seen in in team fights. Just through and uh, their macro play, they are an incredibly aggressive team that's going to try and punch you in the face. And they think that they can take control of the game before you can get back up. They just want to knock you out. They'll try and win by TKO every every single time. They're never going for a slow, controlled victory. They're going for the fast, aggressive play. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else want to talk about Vitality? Move on. Uh, I think Vitality is an interesting team that I think is going to drop at least a little bit for this. I don't think they're going to be nearly as strong as they were. But I, earlier when you asked if they could make worlds, I don't think it's out of the question. They're not. It's possible. They're not the team that most people will be looking at. I think a lot of people are probably going to say G2, Fnatic, and then whichever team they're most leaning towards. For me, it's Misfits. But I, I think right now it's still pretty up in the air how well they'll do. They can be really good or they can be really bad. Alright, anyone else? A Kegel? Uh, yeah, Kegel's disconnected for some reason, not sure why. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll go then. Wait, are we still recording? Uh, yeah, uh, we've still got recording. Yeah, we are. Right. Um, so, I really liked them from the start, especially when I saw four-fifths of this roster on the Giants Challenger squad. Um, and, like, they were really fun to watch. You got Jizuke in the mid lane literally dominating every matchup, as well as um, Cabochard and, like, Cabochard, you give it, you put him in a comfortable position, He's basically going to win the lane. Um, miniature packs, I feel like he can be your number two guy. Because you can't put it all on Jizuki, especially when you look at the fact that net towards the second half, half of the split, people started to realize, people started to think, hey, you're useless if, you, if Jizuki does not get ahead. So we're just going to shut him down and make sure you're unable to get back into the game. 
And that's what really did him in. And it wasn't until Mini Trupex stepped up as a secondary carry that they were actually able to start taking wins and start being competitive again. My one oh, concern did. is... Huh? Oh, he did, he did change his name. Attila, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, my one concern is... Does Gilius know where, where his smite key is? I feel like he took that off of his keyboard for some reason. Hey, we'll talk and about that's the- how he got his... <laughs> and that's how he got banned stolen, like, how many times now? Yeah. Um, I really feel like... Also, also, in the same place with double flash key. That's right. I forgot. He's saving his smite for when he has to compete for Worlds. Uh, yes. But, uh, yeah, I really feel like Gilius needs to kind of shut up at this point. And otherwise, I really think the coaching staff is going to have to take away his Twitter account for like a full season or so. <laughs> if he can't back up that trash talk. And Jack Troll, I don't think it's out of the question that he could be a top tier support. Kimato Cannon, who has always been good at um, bringing up young players. This is only his second split. and. I wouldn't be surprised if Yamato Cannon uh, was able to kind of um, help him make the improvements that he that he needs to be a really good support. That he's not going to stick to Attila 24-7, that he can roam, that he can effectively with Gilius. So I can see Vitality actually contending for a world spot. Um, I have them in fourth place. Alright. So we're yeah, going over to, so we're going over to Splice now? Uh, well we've got, uh, we've got Kegel back. Uh, if he wants to say anything. Kegel? Hello? Is my god? The mic is on. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, I can't go. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Hi. Alright. So, you want to talk about vitality? We, we made all the gilly. Now he. <laughs> okay. All of us. <laughs> Did we lose him again? Did Gilly's get him? Oh god, he's watching right now. <laughs> Shelly, you ran us out! Gilly used to smite. I think his smite only works on... People human. talk shit about him. Okay, so <laughs> let, let, let's... Yeah. Let's... Let's go over to Splice. This, um... Team that is so up and down, like they made worlds. They made worlds two years ago. They was a third place team. Anybody remember that? Mm-hmm. Then they didn't. They didn't do good last year. Now they're doing good this year. Is this another down year? Because here's a team right now. They have Omar Romney, Zuxek, 
why do we let him go, Miss Q? Co- Kobe, and Kasing. By the way, you have to say Kobe like that. Kobe. No, I won't. You will. No. <laughs> Still in the basement. Okay, so I'll let y'all take it away. Um, spice one of these teams out like they're good. They're good. That's all I know about them. They're good. Zuxay cut his hair, so he automatically no longer my favorite player. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll take it from you then. Um, so, team uh, is really if it's if there's one thing they're really good at, they're so good at causing so much stress in my life that I can't even explain whether or not like uh, whether or not they're even like in the LCS half the time. One one minute I think they're a good team. They they're like wait, why well, I, I thought you were supposed to be good. Then when I think you're a bad team then they automatically show up. So like which version of Splice are we going to see in the summer split? That's what I want to find out from this team. Because if they're going to be contending for a world spot, they have to be more consistent. As And we've seen glimmers of hope through Oduwame, through Kabi, uh, Niski. You've got these that are very consistent, and any one of them can step up at any time. But who's going to be the the primary carry of the team. You also got Kasing over there who is also really who's always been a good support in my opinion. He's had that kind of good balance between mechanical skill and shot calling. And I think this is the team that is definitely gonna contest for a world spot. It's only a matter uh, of whether or not they can find the consistency they need to Worlds. I have them placing at uh, the third seed in the regular season. So you see them make it to Worlds? You think they can? I think they can do it. It's possible. Like I said, they just got to figure out like what could be your primary win condition and how consistent can you actually be in the regular season where, like, because you want to have a high seed in playoffs. It's the only way you can actually guarantee, A, a playoff buy, and B, like, you won't have to face some of these lower tier teams, so you can hide traps. All right. So anyone else's opinion on this? Um, I like it, too. Yep. They're very, very good. <laughs> I, I think the problem with Spice is like, they're like Jerry. If you ever watched uh, Rick and Morty, the dad had his had his moment like listen to this song. And said I like it. That's the, that that was Spice's. I like it. They're nothing. They're good. They have moments. So one v the one v five where he, when he got two kills. <laughs> yep. Uh, yes. Spice are really good. They had a slow start, 
blockers they needed to gel properly uh, through the spring split. And they're a team I thought just were uh, wanting to win summer. Like, I don't have them uh, winning the, the regular season. I, I have them coming third. But every player on that team can step up. You've got Oluwamne, who's uh, consistently been one of the top uh, top planers in in EU, generally in, in in consideration for top three. I, I think last split with the slow start he had, it wasn't great, but I think this split is going to be back on form from, from week one. You've got Xerxe, who is an amazing jungler. He can pull out whatever champion he wants, and you, you're going to get something special. You, you've got Niski in the middle end, but now he's settled into the team. He's going to form really well. Uh, he's someone I really liked when he was on Envy. He's someone I've, I've liked all throughout Spring Split, but maybe week one. Uh, he's, he is a good player as long as he has the communication. Then you have Koba and you have Kasing, who are amazing players. And they are they are, might not be the best laning uh, bot lane, but they're one of the best team fighting bot lanes. You've got Kasinki, uh, he only really plays the rain supports. So he's, uh, they might be a bit low on tanks this uh, this split with the uh, jungle being more carry focused. But uh, it's a team which I I can see them getting the number two seed out of EU if the Wells. Um, I feel like also with the with, with Sorry to cut you off with the meta shift. You get a lot of tanks, not a lot of tanks everywhere. They're not saying facing a pagan with someone that can take a carry and just, you know, the conqueror being a thing, and you also doing two damage. Number two damage. So yeah. I agree with you. I think they'll I think they a second they could be a second team. They might be a first place. This yeah, is this I, is my sneaky pick. I, my preseason prediction for finals is I, I have Fnatic versus Splice is the it's the final. They're going to be, that's going to be the big game in Madrid. Um, and yeah, I, I think G2 is getting third place, which will uh, put them as the final boss in the corner. Final round. I think my thoughts on uh, this team is a little different. I, I don't think they're any worse than they were, but I don't think they improve, they're going to improve to the point where they keep where they were for me. I have them just dropping one place lower as opposed to being a third place team. I think they will be fourth place with ideally misfits popping up up into that area. Alright. Misfits is real. I admire you. Um, I basically have them as fourth as well. I don't think the meta benefited them as much as other teams mainly Vitality and G2, that are their two closest competitors. And also, guys, we have Jankos on a carry jungler meta. How are you guys forgetting that? That's true. I think you can hear me. That is true. That's true. Yeah, so... Yeah, I have them as fourth. I think they will be a very solid team, just not as good as Vitality or G2. So yeah, they will be on the semis, definitely. Um, Time, what's your opinion on the... Yeah, I think that 
judging by everything, not just seeing this type of champion, this type of champion, or this type of team, this type of team, Xerxes is the best jungler in the if he is the most over all-round jungler in me. And when you have that as a base, your team is really, really good. I see Spice as a second team. I see them stepping up against Fnatic in the final. And that will probably be a much closer final than the one we had in Copenhagen. Mm -hmm. Okay, speaking of Before we go before we go on, what are the odds that Oda Omni crashes another one of Kissing's interview just to give him another kiss? Yeah, two, three hundred percent. Nine hundred percent. I still can't get over that clip, honestly. Okay, so the next game, one of the most surprising finals, because everyone watched the finals, and spoiler alert, it was, it was sweeps on both ends. G2 didn't get a game off Fnatic. They looked lost. It was pretty much Reckless doing whatever the hell he wanted to do. And it was... It was, ah, uh, uh, Crooks looked, ah... Uh, Team was just ah. That's my feeling of this team. Oh my god, ah. Is it gonna be more of the ah? No. Do something. Good. Ah. Wait a minute, who's a G2 fan? Anyone say who actually like G2? Uh, Do they have fans? They have fans, yeah, but I don't think anyone of Okay, Ocelot. You're going to have Ocelot tweeting at us. I think he's got, someone's going to clobber our faces. Like, one way or another. I respect I mean, Ocelot, if you're willing to pay me, I'm willing to be a G2 fan of the game. <laughs> oh, wait. That is liquid. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I can start. Yeah, sure. Um, Go for it. I like, I like, the, I like the team. I like all of the players. I hate the coaching stuff. That's, that's what it boils down to for me. The, all the players they can be um, egotistical a bit, just, just a little bit. Um, but they are, they can back up their trash talker whenever they do it. They are. Wait, wait, wait! Time out! Time them. out! As well, yeah. What? What's the timeout for? You telling me that perks the same person when got group of CLG, the same team at MSI that beat him twice, said, "Oh, I got paired up with two wildcard teams." Have an ego? Sis, I'm, I'm, I'm shook. <laughs> I am so shook right now. I like the team. They're going to come out swinging for, for summer. They are. They want revenge. Yeah, they want revenge. I have them finishing second in the regular season, but I think they're going to falter it at semifinals. I think they're going to run out of steam, and I don't think Grabs is a good enough coach to get this team to finals. 
uh, I have yeah I have them coming third like I like I said when I was talking about splice, but the I think yeah my problem with this team falls down to the fact that I don't think grabs is good enough to pair this team well enough, and I don't think the coaching staff uh, any analysis they have I don't think that they can make Yankos become them uh, a lot more uh, a lot more consistent. Like we know, like I, I also think that Zerxe is the best jungler in in EU. But I think Yankos has the highest ceiling, but he also has a pretty low floor. Uh, and we've got, yeah, we're going to see something special this split with Yankos on on carries. But I think it's the issue where they're not going to do great because I see them coming up against uh, against Misfits. Really, uh, Misfits or, or Splice. I think both those teams can pair a lot better than G2. Uh, I like the coaching stuff a lot more, and I think that's what keeps them out of the finals. All right. Anyone else opinion? Shadow, your opinion on G2 esports? I uh, first of all, I want to stand by the the angry or want revenge narrative is the most nonsense narrative there is in esports. It, it's just not a thing. Like, teams that beat up yeah, Sephardi lost, but that doesn't just suddenly mean they play well. I, that doesn't mean I don't think G2 is going to play well. I think they're still on paper one of, if not the best teams. I think Fnatic can probably still have that for now. But um, I don't, I don't think G2 is going to suddenly just kind of swing harder because they lost. Do I think they'll probably stay up near the top I think they'll have a chance into playoffs, or I think they'll make it into playoffs without too much worry. And I think they'll have a chance for finals, but I expect them to lose in semis. With I expect Misfits to actually be in finals, but I think they'll probably win third, fourth. All right. So um, yeah, I honestly disagree. I think third is the second best team. Um, Bricks, Jankos, and Wonder are all really good. And if we look at the top lane, Cabo Chart was good, although Omni was very average last split, that's a question mark. When Odomne is not consistent, that's not good. Uh, so I think G2 will do better. I think the meta is going stronger in third direction. I don't think they will win the split, but I think they will be in uh, second place. They could end uh, third or fourth, but I think they will be second. Okay. Um, Anyone else want to talk? Yes, I want to make a little prediction here that G2 are going to come out of the gates this split swinging. They are going to go undefeated until Rift Rivals. At which point the NA teams just show us, oh, this is how you beat them, and then they're going to plummet. They will catch themselves in time for playoffs, but they, they will end up third in my but I have a question. You, you beat him to the bot lane. Well, well, never mind. We're actually talking about the best bot ADC EU right now. Because, who? um, I said some things about Reckless. I think he heard it. I don't know how. And he decided <laughs> every, every moment I'm going to say, um, we're all living in his world. 
this reckless world, and we're just living in it. He, he, um, you can't give him Callista. You can't give him Kenan. You can't give him Silver. You can't give him, can you give him Ash? No, you can't give him that, too. I'm pretty sure you can't give him Urgot. I think he can beat you in Urgot ADC. The thing is, you don't... You don't ban 580 carries in one series. I think you have with him. He's Reckless, been, can he's play, like, Reckless can play almost anything. I don't even that. Any- um, I'm like, who did that? Was that Slice? I think that was Vitality. Vitality, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, Reckless, but it used to be the Reckless show, now the Caps and Brippo and Broxa, and now you have this team, MSI, was pretty, they had their moments, near the end they kind of tapered off. They got swept, but they got swept by the champions in RNG. Yeah, I think Fnatic performed exactly how everyone expected uh, at the MSI. Okay. Like, so, guys, uh, it's just Fnatic just at Worlds now. Fnatic is just going. They already have their tickets. They already yep. have the hotels. Oh, yeah, they can, they're definitely going to Worlds. Yeah, yeah, Fnatic definitely makes it at least, if at worst, second season. They already so have the if, points. Yeah, I have a, okay. If you, if you, if Fnatic is the first, now Fnatic have the first seed, that means they can ha- they have a chance of another first seed in. Are you? Would you be scared if uh, Fnatic fans are? Would you be scared of that happening? Let's say hypothetically, there are two choices: obviously the VCN representative, which we don't know who that is, and the NA representative. Would you fear? If somehow, let's say hypothetically, I'm going to say this, TSM, we'll talk about them soon, uh, if they make it, and it's Fnatic and TSM in a group. Because they, because we really need to talk about them, they're the best team in Europe right now. This is Worlds for them. Can they get out of groups? Easy. What, what situation, what group situation would give you most fear? Uh, if like a... Okay, the group situation that gives me the most fear for Fnatic is if they get, um, I'm predicting to come out first. If you have RNG as the second seed out of China, I don't, uh, which is, there's potential for it to happen. No, yeah, we're, talk, we're talking about a hypothetical group. So the group that I give, would give me the most fear would yeah. be number two from Korea, Number two from China and Cloud Nine. That's the only group where I would even have a doubt they get out. Yeah, yeah. I think your scariest scenario is the second seeds from China, Korea, and then getting a first seed from NA. Okay. So, well, but. Well, yeah, the first seeds from Europe. And yeah, they will be the first seed from Europe. Yeah, I, I don't have them winning. I don't. I, I think still. Fnatic looks a lot less powerful than they did last split. And I think someone like Reckless isn't just suddenly like undoubtedly the first, the best baby carry. I think at MSI we saw a lot of 
Reckless is not as untouchable as people thought he was in Europe. And I think a lot of it is because Europe's had its AD carry pool. has always been not its star point, but also lost its other really big AD carry in Zven. But yeah, even but, still, but I look, think someone like Samix is going to step up enough. I think Attila's going to step up. I think um, I think Steelback actually will, might be able to do stuff with the new support. And I think that we won't see Fnatic just win every balling. So you're telling me that some of them going to become... Because who, who was at the to play? Prey, Doublelift, Uzi. You think one of them going to become that next Prey, Doublelift, or Uzi? No, but like, Reckless got smashed in all those games. I'm saying that he's not going to smash his games. Okay. So. Okay, everyone, go around. Um, who do you think the three representatives for EU, LCS, and South Korea still there this this world? So, um, EU, I have Fnatic, uh, Splice, and uh, and G2, those are my three teams that I'm, I'd send from EU. Uh, the LPL, I've got IG, no, RNG, and EU. Yeah, but it's like if if you think if you're thinking like what they're going up against, I think. No, I'm talking about just for EU right yeah, now. Yeah, just for just for EU. Like I I have my predictions for LPL. I have my predictions for LCK. I have my predictions for NA, and I think the teams that went to air, to MSI are most likely going to be the first seeds from their regions. Not uh, yeah, uh, and I, yeah, I don't think the anyone can truly challenge Fnatic for first place. There are there are teams that will step up, they'll and and they'll look like they can do something, and then they'll get into game versus Fnatic, and then they they have two options in top lane. They have Guipo, who's going to grow throughout this split, he already showed he can compete at the international level after only, what, 10 games, maybe, uh, at LCS. Uh, imagine what Guipo is going to look like after a, after a full split. Uh, and then, yeah, you've also got Reckless. He's the best AV carry from EU. I don't think anyone can take that from him. He might not smash his lanes, but... That's because he, uh, yeah, he isn't really going to be the main focus for Fnatic going forwards. He's still the basis. Yeah, it's Caps. Uh, Fnatic are going to play around Caps because Caps is their win condition, uh, and Reckless should should be their second option. Everyone loves Reckless. Everyone thinks he's amazing, and yeah, he is amazing. But Caps is the future of that team. He is the future face of the team, and I honestly think you can put Caps in a conversation in the cup. Uh, I don't think he is, but you can put him in the conversation for top mid laner in the world. Um, I definitely put him in top five. Matt, Matt that is a good craft list. I've only been here for a year. Okay. Right, so my predictions for EU LCS, I'd probably go. I, I plan on it being Fnatic, Misfits, G2 in that order. I think. Assuming everything goes well, G2 will be one of the best teams, and I think they'll probably give Fnatic a fight. I still think Fnatic is just ahead of the rest of the EU LCS teams right now, but I don't think it's going to be as dominant as it was for Fnatic last week. 
Okay. My three teams. This is for me, because I want to see this. It's Fnatic, Belice, and Vitality. I just want to see Gilead's at Worlds. Wow. I just want to see this. We've already seen it. <laughs> I want to see it again. Yeah, that's true. I want him talking shit yeah. to Peter. I want him talking shit to Peter. I want this to happen. Uh, okay. <laughs> My three teams. I gotta be realistic. It's gonna be Fnatic, G2, and Splice. As much as I want Vitality at, at Worlds, I don't think like they have the versatility right now that that they're going to need at the. Gilius doesn't have versatility or a smite. Key. <laughs> Heresy. Heresy, yeah. Okay, so Jedi, I'm gonna change your mind right now about leaving G2 out because Jankos is the pro player in EU that has the most games in Talija Jungler. And perks is a thing, you know. Perks is a really good leader. Well, perks disrespected. Perks disrespected who he? He disrespected my man. It was two years ago. Everyone disrespects Hoohi! And then Hoohi... Hold on. It, so basically, here is, if I'm getting this right, the top teams disrespect CLG, and then CLG disrespect wild cards, being and Supermassive. Um, yep. So, I don't know, is CLG like the monkey in the middle? Yep. <laughs> okay, we can talk about them later. Um, Titan, you do your three teams, and then no, we could talk. No, we could talk about NA. We could do this. We could, we could talk about all of NA and laugh at some teams. Oh, we're gonna laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, my top three is uh, quite simple. It's Fnatic first. There is absolutely no question in my mind that they will win this. Uh, Spice is second. G two is third. Now, what somehow Fnatic don't make it because we all bet in it and our luck sucks? Okay, well... Yeah, we're all jinxing Fnatic at the same mm -hmm. time, so that's good. <laughs> yes, we all! <laughs> okay, guys, thanks for watching. Wait, Have my prediction! Yeah, oh, you didn't? Did you? I thought you predict! No, predict. no. Uh, well, it's no surprise by now. It's uh, Fnatic number one, G2 number two. Uh, number three, it's Vitality. Yes. We will see... We will see our prophet Gilius in the stage. He will be attacked, but he won't be defeated. Holly beat our name. All right. Thanks for watching this this fun event. We had fun by doing it. I think I think y'all y'all got a little bit smarter. We got a little bit wiser. You, you think the puns that I had for this those way for NA, which coming up to you later. Like and subscribe. Check out the Discord. We all be there. Of course. Yeah. All right. And bye.